Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pocket Knockers podcast with Ed and myself and Ding Dong Merrily. And hi, Aiden is with us this month. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> what was that? Beautiful, beautiful. Nasty girl. Scary. Good stuff. Today, it's Aiden. He is known for being a half-troll. He likes to wear things in his beard. He's got the old juicy dangler going on today. I have got an incredibly juicy dangler. He does indeed, yes. They call him the angler of the dangler. Anyway, um, today you can find uh, us doing series as is. Uh, that is to say, as always, in the first round, we will be proposing a list of good series. And uh, one of them will come up in the wheel. We pick one and we then have to... No, it comes up in the wheel. We have to have that one. Uh, <laughs> and we have to try and market it to Aiden, who will remain completely unbiased throughout. Whoever which one of us, whether it be Ed or I, who proposes the best sort of synopsis and answers Aiden's questions as you know thoroughly as possible. Um, yes, we, we, they'll get the point, the first point. Now then, that brings us on to round two, where we have the bad shit round. And that is exactly the opposite of the first round. We pick, well, no, we don't fucking pick. We get given one off the wheel. For sake, Michael. (laughs) It's your game. Jesus Christ. We we always say, you know what? You can host it because you're better at talking than me. You're you're fucking it up. Who decided that was a thing? I know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, okay. I just like to hear him make a tit of himself. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, second round is shit round. We get a shit series from the wheel. We have to then say how shit it is. This one who proposes their series as the shittest wins. Uh, yet again on our Aiden's judgment. Round three is Aiden's as his list. And uh, we'll be given one of Aiden's series. And of course, we won't know uh, what anything about these series. And we are going to have to pretend like we know exactly what's going on in that series. The one who puts on the best brave face and manages to market it as well as they possibly can, according to Aiden, will, of course, get that point. Now, um, we also that have a bogey point? as well. That one point? That's two, that's two points, isn't it, that round it's you said? two say? points now because we've realised sometimes... Normally me, uh, if you if I get the first two rounds, then uh, there's not really much point in doing the third round because we know that I've won. Um, so we decided to put two points on there. And then we have the option for a tiebreaker in that case, which is, would you like to describe that one, Michael? No, you do it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Aiden will have an item of his choice in his pocket. We will have to guess what is in Aiden's pocket... We take it in turns to guess. Well, no, we take it in turns to ask questions, should I say. Uh, if we think we know what it is, we shout out our name and then we guess. But we can only guess once. If we get that one guess wrong, the other person wins. If you guess it correct, then you win. The oh, round. Oh, it's a new format. Oh, can I have a second series? Oh. Right. Okay, Edward, please start off. Spin that ruddy good wheel of yours, eh? Okie doke. I let's ignore Big the train. Let's ex- <laughs> yeah, that's what. I- All right, should we admit it? I just fucked up and I had to refresh everything, and it landed on Big Train. All right, it landed on Big Train. Shall I go with Big Train? No, or shall I no, spin again? is that? 
I don't know. A big train can't possibly be good. It's called Big Train. Move on. Spin it again. We need to see the spin. Suspense. <laughs> big Train can't possibly be good. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is the wheel spinning for you? Yes. It's Big Train. Yay! There we go. It's like it's Fated. meant to be. It's meant to Fated. be. Big Train. Did you say okay, it meant to be? It's meant Have to you be. never heard of Big Train then, Michael? I've not heard of Big Train. Have you heard of Big Train, Aiden? I have heard of Big Train. Of course, because you two yeah. watch everything. <laughs> Apparently all I do is watch James Bond movies and Grand Tour on loop. And you're bad at describing <laughs> them. Okay. Stop Let's getting Bond the, wrong! Stop getting Bond... Yeah, I know. I am the worst. <laughs> Literally. Crack on, Aiden. Michael's Ad- wheel. Edward. My wheel. Edward. It's good. It's my good wheel. And it's going to land on Castle. Okay. Castle? Why the Why fuck is that on this castle? list? Good stuff. Well, it's your it's your fucking fault, mate. It's your fucking fault. Yeah, I know it's on there. Yeah. Castle. 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 You arsehole. Right then. Castle. Okay. So. Who we starting with? Okay. So dealer's um, choice, Aiden. D- yeah, dealer's choice. Go on. Uh, right then, you're Michael. I think you should probably tell me a little bit about Castle. So, first question. I will. <laughs> tell me. Give me. Give me some. Give me the skinny on it. What is it? I'll give you the skinny. Right. <laughs> I can't do that. I've only got a fatty. Right. Um, basically, it's not what's um, written on that cubicle wall, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I wrote. Mum's phone number is zero seven nine five zero four six zero nine one. You're missing oh, a number. Pizza. Am I? <laughs> Just chuck another one in, please, Carol. That's how Carol Borderman works, isn't it? Just, no, anyway. just chuck another one in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fucking chuck one into Carol Borderman. Right. Okay. <coughs> <laughs> Castle <laughs> is yeah. a crime series, all right? Uh, you can. It's set in New York. It's filmed uh, really nicely, actually. Rather like CSI or NCIS or anything like that, there's a new crime, if you like, in each episode. Um, and uh, it, basically, our star, Mr. Castle himself, he is an author. And he is played by Nathan Fillion, who is f- Fillion, sorry, famous Thank for you. being in the amazing TV show Firefly that would win any sort of round like this. Um, <laughs> um, so yes he's very good he's very comical uh, he's very good on camera and he manages to it just portrays the lines very well in a comical fashion now then I hear you ask Aiden but Michael apart from any generic fucking cop drama what's going on here well that's where I'm that going to like answer that question exactly my next question yeah um so uh, yes there's new crimes and everything he's an author where does an author come into it well he is a crime novelist and he then actually manages to get a bit of a deal because he's very famous he gets a deal with uh, the police chief to uh, follow young kate beckett played by stania katik and she um is a very very straight cop does everything by the book very uh you know serious that's the word i'm looking for okay and then he comes along and he's like oh hi i'm gonna be following you around while you solve crimes <laughs> and basically it's a, a lovely combination of the two characters um 
intertwining together whilst they solve crimes. It turns out that he's not just a bumbling idiot after all. He actually, because of the way his crime novelist brain works, actually helps them solve crimes as well. And he actually ends up getting employed in some of the later series, it says, um, to by the police department to actually help Kate, and they become partners, uh, much to her dismay, as you can imagine. Um, yeah, and then eventually they become lovers, of course, because you got to get your wicket wet. Because it's a TV show. Yeah. But no, it's very good. And it's, uh, I do like a cop drama. Um, and this one adds that a nice element of comedy. Because normally on things even as good as CSI, uh, you don't really get much comedy. You get like the old one-liner here and there. But uh, with this, it's, it, it keeps a smile on your face through each episode. It's very, very good. Very good. So um, so it's like, a, well, I guess a, he's the, she's the straight man, as it were. And he's the... The, the comic relief, would you go that far? Yeah, 100%, or is it, yes. Yeah, definitely. Is it, is That's it, exactly what it is. He's a bit of a maverick. He's not afraid to say, drive 35 mile an hour in a 30 zone. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants yes, to get somewhere yes. quickly. It might also be worth mentioning, though, that he, because he is, of course, uh, in uh, the series at least, an award-winning uh, author, he's also extremely wealthy. So um, there, I remember one particular episode where um, he's do- I think he does something wrong. And so the chief is like, whoa, there, Castle, what are you doing? That's a bit a bit much and he decks like the kitchen out the police kitchen with like the proper like um you know like a costa coffee machine oh, and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> like to get on their good side again because he's just got so much fucking money it is good so is the is the police chief like a classic tv yes yes cop. it's actually yeah it starts off and uh he's for some reason in series and films it's always a black cop that's like the chief and it's yeah exactly it follows all those tropes he's absolutely furious he shouts and throws things in the office um exactly exactly what you want from a police chief he manages to do yes good stuff so what about um supporting cast who else is in it anybody of note um, no, not really. Uh, oh. There are there's uh, Susan Sullivan who is um, she's uh, famous in she's an older lady now. In fact, I think she may even be alive still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I should imagine, being older, she's probably been in other things. Uh, yeah, she has indeed. Uh, Dharma and Greg, apparently, no idea what that is. Another world stuff, right back through the eighties as well. But um, for our generation, if you like, unfortunately, no. It's basically just nathan fillion and i think that stanley kittick um she was pretty much made her career on this okay. um yeah i was gonna say i've never really heard of her before yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay yes, so what um is there any sort of um, apart from the love story is there any other overarching plot or is it really just um, sort of crime of the week there is every episode's like a mini movie you know mm-hmm. um and they there are like loads of twists and turns and corruptions and for instance uh, i think it's the end of season one that police chief uh, they start getting really close to breaking one of the big cases which i think is like a cartel or something and they come after the chief um and they find themselves in tricky situations and uh, the chief actually i think takes a bullet to save um castle um, even though the chief actually started hating him. So it's, it's quite a good plot twist. Um, but to be honest, I think uh, the whole tension and the whole basis of the entire series is a stupid, overly rich gentleman trying to take part in very serious police work. <laughs> it sounds like the last American election. 
<laughs> it does. Um, yeah. Apart from the police work of it. Um, <laughs> so, is it set in a, a, any specific police department, or are we just dealing with general crimes? What's uh, what's the situation there? So, yes, Kate Becker is a detective for just a police department in New York. Um, so, all ranges of crimes, uh, from just drugs to like big things to like cartels and things and homicides and rape and you know all that good New York stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it's quite good. Lots of variation, and you can tell that there's definitely some one in behind the scenes who knows what they're doing you know like they're, all the cases are feasible <laughs> which is always nice <laughs> so it's believable so they're not after like i don't know anything it's, it doesn't do the usual sort of american tv trope of i don't know going over the top with things they're not looking for like the ambassador of some unnamed African countries' crown jewels. No, no, they're not, no. Uh, I, they do, uh, you know, it's hard to, uh, obviously, if they didn't dramatise it at all, it would probably be a bit shit. Mm. So, yeah, it's definitely dramatised, but it's not action, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, it's definitely more of, uh, to be honest, I would say it was probably going towards more of a comedy than an action. Right, but it's um, more on the procedural side of things as yeah, well, rather yeah. than gunfights yeah. and car chases. Exactly. Even though they, there are a couple of episodes where that happens, but yeah, primarily no. Okay. Um, so it's, it's set in New York, um, yes. you said. Is that obvious? Are we seeing a lot of landmarks or could this have been filmed in, you know, Boston and they just claim it's New York or whatever? Um, it, it, is, it is filmed in New York. That is a fact. But yeah. um, it, it, there, there are scenes where they are just in an alley. Uh, you know, and there are they don't focus on landmarks, so mm -hmm. it's not like they're just doing like gunfights on the top of the Empire State Building. But like, so I guess from that point of view, yes, they could have filmed on location in a, another place. Um, but you still, uh, at no point watching it, did I think mm, that seems a little bit off? Uh, no, I think it is all filmed in New York. Cool. All right. All right. So it's yellow taxis, shoe on, and hot dog stands on every corner. That's it, Just yes, shoe on yes. Then. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, do, I do love me a hot dog taxi. I've never, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mashup, isn't it? Is that uh, easy? <laughs> 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 so You're on that's, that's the uh, name of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, I've completely forgot what I was going to ask now. Um, so the oh, so it's you said it's crime of the week. Are there any longer episodes or any longer oh, yes. storylines or anything like that? Um, like there crimes? are there are some uh, that span over a cup like a two part like special. Um, I remember one in particular where um, the uh, bad guys are chasing Castle specifically. I think they even kidnap his mum. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's okay. Hey, don't worry about it. Um, Forget about it. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, that, that one spans over a couple. And yeah, it's really good. And I like it when they do that. I know, um, I think nearly everything of this sort of uh, genre does the same thing now. And again, you'll get a two-parter. Um, and they do it really well. Okay, so we got um, what's what about the soundtrack? We got because I mean, you mentioned um, CSI a couple of times, and that's mm. got a, everybody knows the soundtrack for, for that sort of thing. Uh, so have we got we got any any rocking tunes in this one? No, 
No. <laughs> you get Never the, mind. you get the normal kind of you know BGM like background music you know when they're solving crimes and doing. I thought things. that was a band. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Backstreet Gang Mafia. All oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, um, I like the I like the early stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all right. I didn't like them when Freddie left. Um, True. I think he was I, the heart. I prefer Steve. The heart of the band. Yeah. Steve. Steve was all right. I mean, he tried to fill the gap, but. He, the problem is, he, as a bassist, he just wasn't... He played with the plectrum, and I just prefer when they play with the fingers more. You know me. I'm about yeah, the yeah. fingering. I have, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that about you again. That cubicle tells a lot about you, mate. Cubicle. Um, so, cubicle. Right then. Yeah, the same one that your, uh, your statistics are written in. So, cop stuff. Cop shows. You've um, lost him. Look at his <laughs> poor face. He's like, I know, what I've got no idea. He's saying they can write all your information on the wall of a toilet cubicle. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. could I, if you've got to explain it to him. Just, just... just leave it. So is it is it similar to... Would you, would you say it's similar to any other cop shows? I mean, you've mentioned CSI, but are we... Is it is it a pretender to that? Would you say, or is it trying to do its own thing more? It's, it is because uh, I, I I will put my hands up and say that CSI is my favorite, one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, but this one gets in the top ten. Um, I don't really have space for other things like that. For instance, CSI and NCIS are almost exactly the same. Uh, mm-hmm. It depends. I think it's just about which one you liked or watched first, and that's the one you'll probably stick with. NCIS this, has got a goth girl in it. It's, it's no brainer. Uh, sorry, uh, Gil Grissom. <laughs> she all right? <laughs> used to, I'm not knocking. I'm not judging. Each to their own, mate. But give me a little bit of. Uh, I like. I like a, I like a over middle aged man. Right. So. Um, yeah, but this does hold its own on its whole separate thing. It, because, as I said a couple of times, it has that comedy in it. And that really does give it a whole really different feel. A whole really different feel. A whole feel different, really. A whole different feel, really. It feels different, really. It does yeah. fairly feel different. Um, <laughs> um, and, yeah, yeah. And because of that, uh, that is why I have two crime dramas in my top ten aka this the wheel list um but yeah that, that this is a good one and it really stands out by the way guys for those of you listening or watching on youtube uh if you haven't watched castle and you like cop dramas treat yourself it's good so is it available on his, any streaming services is it still easy to find and watch i think it got it's much on amazon following? prime I didn't realise we were just going to go full plug uh yeah it's, on, it's on yeah it's on prime video you can watch it on amazon prime Yeah, I mean, I, I confess I have heard of it, but I've never seen any of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I so, don't know. I don't know. I remember, I remember it being popular at the time. Nathan Fillion um, was obviously quite liked in his previous he's, roles. He's and, a well-known man. Yeah, and definitely brought the star power to it. And because of that, that's probably why people like myself watched it. It is a daytime sort of thing. So, um, you know, people sitting at home watching Homes Under the... Old people, all right? <laughs> watching Homes Under the Hammer. replaced Diagnosis Murder, is that what you're saying? You are? Yeah, that, that's diagnosis kind of the vibe I'm getting. Diagnosis Murder or... Um, yeah monk or something like that yeah okay right yeah i i guess i mean it's a fucking crime drama but yeah it's got the comedy in it okay i have no further questions about castle <laughs> good it's only taken us an hour and 15 <laughs> no, <stop off. laughs> 
<laughs> to be fair, that wasn't ours. That was that wasn't our fault. Um, Lovely. When you're when you're editing, you can choose which version of that question you want to. Yeah, I'll just mix it all together. There was no technical problems there whatsoever, no. and it no. will be flawless. <laughs> You'll yeah, never notice. All right, George Michael. Of it's all good. <laughs> right. Okay. So we've got uh, we've got big train. So feeding <laughs> Mr. Penguin. Big train. You can't wait. Okay. No. So big train. It started in '98. <laughs> Uh, it was created by um, the creators of Father Ted, so Arthur Matthews and, yes, prepare to be censored, Graham Linehan. Boo. Um, yeah, I know. Boo. Everyone hates him now. Um, but he won't uh, keep his trap shut either. It was, it was, what, a, um, it was well, a, isn't it? It was a comedy sketch show. So it, it started with the likes of um, Simon Pegg, uh, who was in it, uh, Mark Heap, He's been in a few things. Um, I think that everyone probably remembers him from uh, Friday Night Dinner as the neighbour. Uh, Kevin Eldon. Um, and I think Series 1 also had Julia Davies in it as well from Nighty Night and um, Gavin and Stacey. Um, as I said, it was it was more of a sketch show. So, yeah, the first series, it was, it was mainly written by uh, Arthur Matthews and the other guy. Um... Uh, and I mean, it was well known at the time for um, the uh, they used to have like a, a world championship staring competition, uh, and yeah, that was all. It was entirely animated. When I say animated, they were pretty much just sat there staring at each other while you had people commentate uh, commenting over it. Um, they had other weird stuff like they used to have jockeys who would always cause trouble. So um, there there was they had a group of jockeys running around that they they wanted to be firefighters. So um, there was a fire fire somewhere in London and this fire engine turned up and they, they were trying to put it out and then this jockey suddenly just started hanging around trying to help them, like interfering with the instruments on the fire engine, um, walk, walking into the build, trying to walk into the building to try and help get people out and they were just getting in people's way. Um, and through the end credits, there was one point in the end where, where um, the, you had a fireman with one of the hoses and he just looked over and went, all right, come over here then, come over here. And it was like, you remember like when you were a school kid, you used to have like the, 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 the fire brigade come to the school and you'd have a go at the hose. Uh-huh. They were all queued over there and you'd have one of them there suddenly with their tug out going, okay, I'm really trying to concentrate here. Um, there were um, a few other um, memorable moments. Uh, you had uh, Kevin Eldon's character. He's dressed up as the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Um, and it was, it, it, they, they were intersected sketches. And so it was like it was a continuous theme throughout the episode. So it started off with one guy sitting in the subway and he'd just see out the corner of his eye and it would cut cut to the, this tin man from Wizard of Oz, just just like standing there uh, in the tube on the train. And it just had this like dramatic music, like dun 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 just over it. And each time you looked away, the music stopped. But every time it cut back to him, the music would start again. And he just had this this proper like eyes bulging stare. Um, that would move away and then there would be a few other sketches and then later on you'd see the same guy walking down the street turn around and he's got the Tin Man following him and each time it pans towards the Tin Man the music would start again and just that was all it was like 10 seconds of that there was no nothing about it and it would happen again like he was walking down an alleyway and this Tin Man was following him you see him trying to jump up this fence and stuff fail miserably and run away 
Uh, and at the very end of the episode, <laughs> um, it's, it's this dinner party scene and they're all chatting away. And um, then suddenly um, you hear there's a knock at the door. And they went, oh, yeah, Blue, come on and come in, come in. And it was like, you see um, the, the, the character that's been running around and you say, oh, you remember so-and-so, don't you? And you just hear out the corner, out the other side of the room says, oh, yeah, yeah, I spotted you earlier. I tried to say hello, but I don't think you recognised me. And it cuts to this kind of thin man just went staring. Just, it's very obscure, you know, just pointless stuff most of the time. But it's great. You have one where you've got um, Ming the Merciless uh, from Flash Gordon. Where uh, he's, I like it's it like he, he's, he's there, like throwing them in pits, and then he go. You just suddenly it just cuts to just like a normal terraced house, and he just walks in and like he's checking his mail and like listening to messages on the answering machine, and the next minute he's he's watches a bit of TV while he then he starts to you know he starts doing the hoovering and things like that whilst watching the television, and then. He's just later on, he's just lazing down, not finding much to do. And he's got the Teletubbies on the TV. You just hear him going, tinky winky, dips. This <laughs> guy in full Ming the Merciless costume. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it's just, it's very off the wall stuff. Um, so it's all, um, it's all like that, is it? It's all very yeah, surreal um, sort they of. They had a bit of a change up for the second series um, because it didn't happen until four years later. Um, that guy, Graham Linehan, he, he decided not to do anything with it. Uh, I think they, Julia Davis wasn't in it, but they, uh, they brought Catherine Tate in and a couple of others, but, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. Um, so have they got yeah. recurring sketch characters? Like, you know, I mean, Harry and Field had obviously had recurring characters, the fast show. Well, it's well, not, as well not as really catchphrase style characters, no. Um, you'd no. have similar themes, maybe, as you say, you've got the staring competition on the first one of the jockeys um, would appear now and then, but it's not really like recurring sketches at all. It's, it's just different bits here and there. Um, it's like you've got this guy um, standing outside for, for some tigers charity with his with his with his change can, and she, she walks up and and he they they're talking about it. it's like oh so um you you're trying to save these tigers he goes oh no they're bastards I hate them it's like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're deadly creatures we're trying to kill them off and she went oh really and he's like he's encouraging her and she's like all right then and she chucks the money into the tin <laughs> silly little things like that one of my favourite sketches has to be. Um, where this guy is trying to teach his kid to ride a bike without stabilizers for the first time. And you see him there, he gets the kid on the bike, he's talking to him and he helps him put his helmet on. And then the next scene, you just see him like from behind the camera to the front of the camera, pushing this kid on this bicycle down this path and then just lets go. And then after a while, you just see a veer off and then just falls flat on the side of the floor. It's clearly a, a, a dummy of a child on a bicycle, just like with the wheel, legs attached to the wheels. It just stops after a certain amount of time. And like, they, they know it's that shit because after a while, he's, he gives up a couple of times. He's like, okay, here we go, here we go. And you see him run along and he's holding him up in the air and just throws it into a bush. <laughs> and they go, all right, okay, let's try with the training wheels again. And he puts the training wheels back on. And then he goes, right, okay, go on, go on, go on. And he pushes him, and off he goes. He goes, that's it, that's it, that's it. He goes, oh, no, now you're on fire. It's not working. <laughs> you just this tricycle with flames coming off it. It's great stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
So, so is it um, is it is it distinctly British? Would you say is it like I oh yes, you, definitely. Would, would it be accessible it's, it's, to other countries? I think it or? would be accessible. It's that kind of British off the wall humour that um, that I think other countries would get. Um, it's not as far far gone as like I don't know, say Vic and Bob or Fast Show. Because I, okay. I would honestly say, as much as I love both of them, I don't think people overseas would kind of get it as much. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's just got a, just about got that humour right for other countries like America or wherever. So maybe you sort of Monty Python sort of appeal. Yeah, I think there is a fair bit of Monty Python somewhere about it because, like Monty Python did, it doesn't always have to be a punchline at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more about the humour throughout it than trying to d- deliver a, a punchline at the end for most of it. Okay, so quite a star-studded cast. I think for people you've mentioned so far, I've certainly seen in yeah. lots of other, lots of other things. Um, ooh, is there any anybody? I mean, well, I don't know who's who. Well, let's let's say who's your favourite cast member. Um, not necessarily because of their working big train but the stuff they've gone on to or did this did this break people you know make people's careers I would this, this a breakout say, show for um, people yeah I'd probably say it's very much of a breakout show for people especially I'm trying to think what came first this or Spaced when did Spaced come out I can't remember but um, late 90s I think yeah I'll have to that, check that but actually uh, I thought it was 2000 I can't remember it no 99 it was prior to Spaced so it was probably one right. of Simon Pegg's start, start off points um, Kevin Eldon as well um, he's he's one of these people that just suddenly appears in stuff you go oh it's the yeah. guy from the thing it's that guy like yeah. um, in Black Books the guy that cleans the house uh, cleans the shop for them he's walking dirty. around dirty dirty He's, yeah, he's, yeah, in the, he's the other hotel, the racist hotel guest in Partridge as well. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, that's right, yes. <laughs> so he's always oh, like in the um, Mark Heap, I think he's got a brilliant range of characters. I mean, he was the Tin Man. He, he played Ming the Merciless as well. Um, I do love Mark Heap, I've got yeah. to say. Yeah, he's He's, he's amazing. I, I would say Mark Heap's great. Simon Pegg is just pretty much Simon Pegg. Um, he's got some good bits in it, but I think he's just. I think the, the, there's more more funny people around him. Right. Yeah. Controversial. <laughs> um, so, what about? Um, is it well produced? Did they have a budget, or is it sort of shoestring? No, it's not much of a massive budget. They just try and find locations to film at. Um, most of it, I think, is is location filming. Uh, I don't think it's really doing, you know, doing sketches in front of a live audience or anything like that. I, don't, I, I wouldn't say it's that. It's more pre-recorded stuff. Okay. How did it? How long did it run for? Two series. So it was one in '98 and one in 2000. Uh, sorry, 2002, um, and there were six episodes each. All right, so not a lot, not a lot. To no, go. it's it's one of those that just like came and went. It's, it's weird because I think it's pretty much almost the same gap as the young ones or something like that. Uh-huh. Hmm. I can't really think of many sketch shows post Big Train that have been really good. Um, off the top of my head, was it was it before or was this before or after Smack the Pony? I think it was before. It sounds like it was before, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I think it was just Early before. I never thought. Yeah, yeah, Smack the Pony, of course. Yeah, I mean, this was this was on BBC Two. This one, right? Did there not, was there not some crossover cast with that? Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, I can't think at the top of my head again, but yeah, I'm trying to remember who else was in there. Of course, um, Tracy Ann Oberman was in series two as well. Uh, most people now remember her from EastEnders, but you might remember her from um, Toast of London. He's, um, what's his nemesis called again in Toast of London? But he's his nemesis wife in that. Oh, right. I vaguely know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. I've not watched um, much of Toast. But yeah, I just, I, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, would it um, would it work today? Do you think? Is it or yeah, is it definitely? Quite I think it does. It does work today because it it doesn't rely on um, much. Uh, what's it like? Current events or anything like that, or okay. um, current popular culture, really. Um, I mean, I, w- I watched them just a few months ago again. Uh, even my son enjoys them. My son's thirteen and he loves them. Oh right, okay. So yeah, it's 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 got that that, that draw for a new audience potentially. Well, is it what? Where can you watch it? Is it available on anywhere? Uh, I don't know because I've got it on DVD. Um, it's uh, that's a good question. I don't know if it's on iPlayer or anything like that. I'd have to have a quick look. But uh, big train. Yeah, I can't see it saying it's listed anywhere. If I search for it online, I can't see it anywhere, which is a shame because they they did really well. You get a few sketches on YouTube, obviously, but no, you can buy the DVDs on Amazon. That's a shame. I think they're missing a trick there because it shows some really good humour. What a shame. What a shame. I think, you know, sometimes things are worthy of repeats that don't get it. Mm. <clears throat> Reckon you're... All right, you're... so have you got... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, anything anything more to add? Just a, a general summing up of it? We've got, you know, you've told me a bit uh, about the cast and the general well, no, tone it, of it. But... I, I think, yeah, I've gone through a few sketches. I've gone through the cast. Um, it is very, um, it's strange because you think of Arthur Matthews, especially the other guy, Graham Lennon. I mean, you you recognize him from Father Ted, uh, Black Books, IT Crowd, um, and the like, but it's very different to that. It is. It's, I do, can't they, comp- do they appear I can't, in it? Are they in it? Um, no, I don't think they are, no. Um, so it was the behind the they, camera they, on they this just, one. They wrote most of it. I think the second series is more, they're more collaborative. Um, I think they had a bit more involvement from the cast on, on what they could do. Um, there was one, there was a couple of sketches where um, I remember where um, Catherine Tate's character, like she, she was sitting in a a, a, a cafe, um, one particular sketch, and where it's, it looks like, you know, like a, it's like a French scene, like French bistro. And uh, she's there talking in French, like, talking to the guy in front and like after about two minutes of her talking he just goes I'm sorry I don't speak French and just walks off <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I think they had a lot more a, a lot more creativity on, on the second series um, 
Yeah, um, it's it's I can't compare it to many sketch shows really because it's nothing mm-hmm. like Python. It's nothing like Fast Show uh, or Harry Enfield at all. I, I just I'm trying to think of anything else that might have been around that time. I remember Manstroke Woman. It was probably might have been a bit closer to Manstroke Woman. I'm not sure if anyone saw that on BBC Three. Um, I recognise the title. I can't remember seeing it. Yeah. But no, it's, oh, well, that's, it's, I mean, that's it's not a bad thing. It's, it's a unique. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely not a bad thing. Hmm. Very good, very good. Right, gentlemen, are you ready for a decision? Oh, I can't wait for a decision. <laughs> All right, steady on. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get the fucking energy back. Give me uh, do, do, <laughs> just do your New York impression for me again, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's the decision? Okay. Have you ever been to New York out of interest? <laughs> I've never been on an aeroplane. Does it show? <laughs> um, possibly. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> right then. Well, you both did very well in selling your uh, your good shows to me. All good shows. Um, but I, I think I'm going to give it to young Michael. What? I was not oh, expecting yeah. that. Thank you. I am, I am not particularly a, a cop show kind of guy. Um, mm. Particularly not the procedural sort of stuff. A bit of action. Fair enough. And, uh, yeah. you know, silly, silly comedies. Sure. And this sounds like an interesting mashup that might lead me into that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yes. You pre- and, uh, you know, for the New York accent as well. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't think any of the cast are from New York or talk with the accent. <laughs> is that why you picked it up? Is that <laughs> <Yeah>. how you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good I stuff. I didn't know it was right in New York, actually. I've seen, I've seen clips of um, Castle, but uh, I yeah. didn't know it was actually set in New York. Um, I've it's worth a, a bash. Uh, I've got a couple, a couple of friends who, it doesn't seem their kind of thing, but they do they do enjoy it as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I reckon uh, it would be good if we could, like, you know, once we've uh, gone through these and we've got the series as, as up and everything and we watch them and things like that, it'd be good if we could reconvene and say, Mike, uh, what the fuck were you on about? That's shit. <laughs> 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 and vice versa, you know, like, it would be good. Well, I did I did wonder, because somebody mentioned it last night, um, if if you were going to do a, a watch party for this, like you did with uh, the zombie episode on a, on stream. Oh, right. Somebody, oh. somebody mentioned how, what, what a good time that they had when yes. we all got drunk and got on Discord. Yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and we probably will. We'll do another one for sure. That one was like a birthday special, yeah. wasn't it? But mm-hmm. I think as yeah. part yeah, of it, the... Um, that charity stream I did a few months back, I think we watched a couple of episodes of Big Train, actually. Oh, really? Hmm. I but there we go. Anyway. <laughs> Round two. It's time for the bad series. These are ones where we will... Oh, fuck it. Why can't I never do that paragraph? Fuck. And I always get angry, and then I rant at the microphone, and then I say it. Is it scripted? Have you got? Are you reading it as well? Yeah, I actually don't have three monitors. It's just one's a script. It's a teleprompter, <laughs> if anything. Uh, right. So yeah, bad round. We're going to get bad series. I almost said films, and we're going to have to try and portray ours as the worst. Worst one wins with a point. I am one up on Ed, and also I have bad. one point. <laughs> hey. uh-huh. That was a dick joke. Right. Bad dragon. 
we'll, we'll start. That's also Shall we start by spinning good. Michael's wheel? Yes. Spin okay, let's wheel. spin it up a bit. Nice. Iron side. I didn't know this existed. The 2013. Yes, they remade it. Butterfly. God. Oh, crack it. Sorry, I thought I'd get my dick out. No, I was just opening the window. I'm a bit sweaty. Okay, Ed, spin that wheel. Okay, here In your own we time. go. And oh. what's it going to be? Thank God for that. Right, Trailer Park Boys, the animated series. Okie doke. There we go. Okay. Right then. Ed, let's start with you. Oh, thank God. Trailer I thought you were just going to fucking destroy me again. <laughs> okay. Um, to start with... To start with, has anybody seen Trailer Park Boys before? I have. I watched I've a few of the first episodes. A bit of it, yeah. A couple of episodes. Yeah. I so the yeah. first the first three or four series were really well done. Uh, then they started to, to push it just to generally being silly and getting drunk and taking drugs and getting wasted. And it just kind of lost the original aspect of it. Um I still, being the idiot I am, I still keep watching them every time they release a new series, hoping that it'll be better. But what happened was, I think it was about season eight or nine, I can't remember, Mike Clattenburg, the person who created it, he sold the rights to the TV series to the, the main three actors from Trailer Park Boys. So they had the rights to it and they decided to, to go their own way with it. And that's when they got a deal with Netflix um, to do stuff. Um, after that, the first series on Netflix, it was okay, I guess. And then it just got stupid. It just seemed like they were just trying to find any reason just to roll around and look like they were just high and, and shit. It just, it just didn't have the same feel to it anymore. Um, even if they did get people like Snoop Dogg into episodes and such. Uh, <laughs> but, but why? Yeah. Was he playing no, himself? Yeah. It was Snoop Dogg. So why is because isn't it a trailer park in Canada or something? Yeah, that it's set? it is. Yeah, it's, Nova Scotia in Canada. So why is um, why is Snoop Dogg? Apparently, it was because um, uh, Ricky, he, one of the characters in it, he was he was making some brilliant weed. Uh, he was growing his oh, own okay. weed, and apparently, he got a deal with Snoop Dogg to sell it or something stupid like that. Um, because you've got Snoop to remember, trailer park boys. So that doesn't sound so far fetched, now. So. <laughs> Trailer Park Boys was a mockumentary, so by this point it was a case of Snoop Dogg going, oh, I've seen your documentary on TV and things like um, that as right, well. Okay. So they're supposed to have gained some popularity through that. But they started doing their own things as well. So they they started doing like Trailer Park Boys around the world where they had some stupid deal with their fictional yet real production company. So the production company they've got, they created was called Swearnet Productions. And um, that's... It's there as well in their fictional world. So they've got this camera team from Swearnet that follow them around, and they made a deal with, in the fictional version, <coughs> with Swearnet to to kind of go to different countries and and uh, and explore. But you, you find out that when they get there, they've got to complete certain tasks to actually have money to do anything, um, and they just put them in stupid situations. It was a bit shit, um, and I think the point where they really jumped the shark if they hadn't already, was um, 
Trailer Park Boys animated series. It just felt like they were just trying to do anything where they didn't have to do as much as possible yet make money. Um, right. They've got stupid things like the Swearnet is a website as well where it's a it's a, it's a subscription website where if you pay for a subscription you get access to like the video podcasts or their own short videos. And They'll never like work. That. No, they've been doing it. For video years, podcasting. Then, They'll uh, never take uh, off. Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. I know where you're going with it, but we don't pay for it. <laughs> we don't make people pay. It's a good idea, though. Um, it's just, they, they just feel like they're just trying to make a fast book. And when it came to the animated series, it just got even more ridiculous. So they kind okay. of did a crossover thing. Um, at the end of the last series they did of the live-action trailer part boys, they were all on acid. And they got arrested and they were in prison. And at the end of that, they were so tripping that they um, they thought they turned into cartoons. And that's when it came into Trailer Park Boys, the animated series. It kind of spanned off right. into their own little acid world where they it just means that they can get absolutely fucked up. They could get run over by cars and stuff and they can get back up or whatever. Um uh, John Dunsworth, who played the, you might remember, who played the the trailer park um, manager uh, in the original ones, uh, he passed away. Uh, so what they did is because they wanted to keep him in it, um, they turned him into a ghost, and they kept sampling lines from the original TV series over it to try right. and tie it all together, which I just thought was a bit, it just seemed a bit weird, if I'm Crass. honest. Uh, yes. Because it just feels like all they're trying to do at the moment is make money. And it was at that point where there was a couple of bits in the first episode that made me laugh. And I did watch half of, if not all, of the first series of it. So I kept trying to say, let's give it a go, let's give it a go. It just didn't feel like it was going anywhere. It just felt more and more stupid. They had the the, the baby, his grandson, I think, by that point, he was... He was a baby, but he he could talk like a, a five-year-old toddler. It just it, it just turned into just some it like Hanna Barbera on drugs. It was horrible. Right. It was fucking awful. Um, I mean, it sounds like you were kind of hitting the series anyway before it got to this point. Like you'd kind of fall. It was one of those it. because I'd invest so much time into it. I just keep watching it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those because I I really really enjoyed the first few series. It felt like it yeah it it, it was it had some roots to it. And <clears throat> after a while, it just felt like they they threw it away. But there were still some bits in there that were funny, and I'd keep watching it. Um, even the the stuff where they did world tours and stuff, there were bits I I still found funny. This it was no, it just it just didn't didn't feel like it was sitting right. Even if it wasn't trailer park boys if it was something completely different i'd still think it would be fucking shit <laughs> it could okay be, yeah it could you know so they could just, be completely original characters and it would be just it would be fucking awful um, so um what's i mean is is the animation at least good is it uh, is it at least it's not a too well bad. animated if i'm job? honest it's not too bad i have seen a lot worse animation it's it's smooth it's clean there's not a lot of detail to it but um, yeah, it's, it's it's smooth enough animation. I can't remember if they did it for 4K. I can't remember. But it's what kind yeah. of style is it? Is it does it look like anything? Is it a recognisable um, no studio? Well, or, I guess it's the wrong I, people, I was right? trying to think of that. It, I wouldn't say it's like Futurama. 
Because I think I've seen a couple of stills of it. I've never, yeah, I've never it's, watched there's it. not a lot of like, what's the word, like texture or gradient to the the, the animation. It's it's solid lines. Um, it's it's fairly clean stuff. Maybe closer to um, Seth, um, was Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, closer to his stuff. Maybe I would say like okay. Family Guy and Family American Guy. Dad. It might be similar to that style. Okay, I keep trying to think. It's like I say, I've I've seen stills of it and not yeah. watched any of it, but I keep bringing to mind in my head. I'm making the comparison to the Clerks animated series. Oh, I never watched that. Which again, that Apparently, didn't work for me yeah, either. It, that it, was, it was, I heard it was pretty dog shit. If I'm honest, yeah, I wasn't um, wasn't a fan. Yeah, this just feel, felt like they're doing it because they can't be bothered to act. You know, they, 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 they don't want to set stuff up anymore. They'd rather just sit in front of a microphone. It does feel like they're yeah. just doing it just to get that extra bit of money. Like they, they don't have enough and they want to keep going. Um, so in that case, is, is, do the voice performances suffer for that? Are they, does it sound like they're just kind of phoning it in at this point? I think so. <laughs> Honestly, I do. It just doesn't feel like they're, they're, they're putting effort into it. Um, yeah. And I think that might be one of the things about it. It's like when you watch the you know, the the, the, the live action stuff, it's it's weird, like you still get bits of background noise and, and things, but because it's all animated, it's all in a, like in a booth and a microphone. Um there's there's no ambience or anything in the background. Well Mike, what are you laughing what, at? What, what's so funny, Mike? <laughs> Literally as soon as you said, Oh, it's not really filmed very well, you get lots of background noise, and then as soon as you said that and a train, the train went, went past. past. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah, they just it just feels like they haven't thrown any ambience into it or anything. It just and oh, I forgot to say they still try to go for the documentary style, so they keep doing the shaky cam, like it's a documentary. Right. Okay. But all you get there is you just get a slight rotation of a few degrees, like but it's all really mm. smooth. It's just it's like you're on a shit roller coaster. <laughs> so yeah, that's the other bit I forgot to mention. It just that bit okay. it gets a bit nauseating. So what was it that you liked about the original? Um I'm trying felt, to get a sense of what wow this was such a, a letdown. Um I felt well, so the original, if I go back back to the first few series, it felt like the, the, the characters they kind of had a uh they they, they 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 were fairly grounded characters in a strange way for for people who were supposed to be off the face and on drugs. Um, <laughs> but it felt like you almost had a bit of a family feel to it. It was a, it was quite a community feel to it. Although they were all they were they were all drunk uh, and off the face. It was it was proper. Yeah, they were throwing the trailer trash into it. But um, it just felt like it, it kind of it was going somewhere with it. And then after a while, it was never going anywhere, and they just kept rinsing the whole thing. Like you had Leahy, uh, the, the, the trailer park supervisor. He was um, he was a, a reformed alcoholic, and then after a while, you saw him when he was drunk, and everyone went, "Oh, let's get drunk Leahy back." So he was always at the beginning of each series again. He's like, "I'm sober again now. I'm perfectly fine." And by the end of it, he's drunk again, and they just it started going in a loop after a while. But the, the first few series, it just felt like you were seeing characters establish themselves. And it was, um, they weren't kind of completely ripping the shit out of people who live in trailer parks. Um, because they, they were establishing themselves as, as you know, they're, they're, as what they are 
you know, the, yes, they're trash, but also at the same time that they have morals. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, they just didn't didn't have any of that anymore. And just went for the sort of caricature. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's the good word for it. Yeah. Stereotype, trailer trash. Look at it wasn't the, even that. Poor it, people was doing rin- stuff. it was a lot of rinse and repeat. And after a while, it was mm. just a case of. Um, a good example is um, Trailer Park Boys merch store. Um, if you go on there now, you you can spend a stupid amount of money on a bong. Um, right. Just to have a green bong with the Trailer Park Boys logo stuck down the side of it. <laughs> that's where they've yes. got now. Taste right. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. Uh, that, so did that, they did they slash you on in random celebrities into the animation as well, or? Um, I, I guess think they, they did. Added, yeah, they had a, a they had a band in the last one. I can't remember who it was. Because um, they they do get a few. They've had a couple of bands. I mean, at one point when they were they were still fairly good, they had uh, Rush. They were trying to break into a Rush gig so they could sell drugs. Um, right. And it, was, it was it was a fairly good episode, if, if I'm honest. And they had them in it. But yeah, the last one I can't remember what it was. They were trying to in the animated series. They were trying to host an event to raise money, uh, and the. Uh, they, they were waiting for a band and it didn't turn up, but it turned up at the very end. And I can't remember what it was, but it was a fairly popular-ish band. So, yeah, they still try and shoehorn stuff in there. Shoehorn stuff in. Have yeah. you seen the Rush episode, Mike? You're a Rush fan, aren't you? I do like Rush. No, I haven't. You're going to be looking it up after this, though, aren't you? I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it, it, massive disappointment from something that you originally enjoyed that kind of yeah, got to it, the point of flogging of, a dead horse. I, as you're right, the, the, the series got shitter. And it kind mm. of, I, I, after a while, I was like, you know what, I've got a day off. I'll, I'll just watch them, fuck it. Um, but this, it just kind of, that was the one where I went, you know what, I've fucking had enough now. I gave it a chance because the first episode, yeah. I thought, this, you know, they're, they're trying to get on their feet. Maybe with this with this whole new format, it could it could work. I'll give it a chance, and I kept watching it. I went, nah, fuck this. <laughs> and that says a lot because when the next, if they did another live action series of Trailer Park Boys, I would still watch it, knowing it's shit. But this yeah. one, I went, you know what, bollocks to it. I can't be fucking ass now. So you get you've yeah. So you've persevered with the rest of it, but this is yeah. the one element of that stuff that you haven't been yeah. able to get through. I mean, you know, you've got you've got series one, episode four. The the title of it is uh, the penis milker. I mean, what way can you go wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm giggling now, but I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think I'd go for that to be honest. Yeah. Just, just thought you loved penis know. milking. I mean, you know, when I'm on my own, what I do in with myself is my business is it well, why do why do you uh why do you Some to my only fans why do you record it for everyone else then? man's gotta get paid somehow <laughs> only glands oh that was one i just remembered so they've got episode two i think this is the one that well you know what fuck this shit it was they had one called the pepperoni cobra and what it was is apparently ricky had been infected by a tapeworm and so whenever he picked something up, so they used, he just used to eat a stick of pepperoni. 
whenever he used to pick up food to try and eat it, suddenly he'd open his mouth and out of his mouth this this worm thing would appear. Out of his mouth, take the food eat and swallow it and go back inside. And he's just there getting angry throughout the whole episode because he's got a Sounds worm like inside him and keeps coming out of his mouth and eating shit. I tell you what it's on par with. Um, I've, uh, I've, when you were talking about clerks and stuff like that, did you ever see the uh-huh. animated series of Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, a bit, yeah. And, yeah, yeah and you just went, what the that. fuck is this? It's nothing like... Mm-hmm. It, it's it's source material. It's it's like that. It's got the name on it and that's about it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sounds pretty shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey. Hi there. Shall we talk about Ironside? Fuck it, let's get some iron in us. Okay. Tell me, tell me about it. You want the what synopsis? And do, please. So, put yourself back in to the old 1967. You've got Raymond Burr playing our lovely detective in a wheelchair. Uh, The way Ironside worked back then is that Raymond Burr would be a very serious man, and he he would be the fucking brain of this entire operation. And he had, like, a team with him, right? Like, a couple of other guys. I can't remember their names. Not important who were like they were basically his arms and legs so he would they would they would, they would arrive to the <laughs> you're just imagining them just like attached it was, yeah, I was definitely thinking of like the power rangers yeah <laughs> yeah voltron transformer-esque yeah because i'd watch the shit out of that i'll be honest with you <laughs> If only they did that with 2013, yeah? Um, but yeah, basically, uh, he they, they get to the crime scene, whatever it may be, and he will work everything out and tell people to do like bidding, whether it be, okay, shoot that fucker, run after that bitch, whatever it is, uh, gets it done. Um, now, going on to 2013, that series, sorry, the original went from 67 to 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, very successful. Um, uh, eight seasons, that one. Um, nice, good stuff. Um, now then, Ironside 2013, um, just to put it into perspective, uh, was made in 2013. They recorded nine episodes, only four were ever released. Um, so, oh, right. yeah, okay. it's one of those. <laughs> Um, so it's a daytime uh, it's, show, wasn't it? I mean, was it, it a daytime what, show? Day <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's got to be bad. If, 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 you know, they, I mean, they the original from the, the daytime slot. I know we mentioned Diagnosis Murder earlier, um, mm. and you know Diagnosis Murder, Ironside, Quincy, Emmy. You know they all go yeah. like together. Uh, they've all got their own niche. Do you know, why, niche, do you know but, why I always thought Quincy lived on a boat? Does, I thought it? it's because he never wanted to invite oh. Ironside round for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear you've said that joke before, haven't you? I probably said it to you, yeah, whilst pissed. I just love it. I just I just like the idea of just like Ironside outside just going, curse you, Quincy! <laughs> just giving him the finger. <laughs> Maybe Quincy will just bring a little tray with some lasagna on it out. <laughs> <laughs> and just fling it at him with a spoon. Okay. <laughs> Secretly, we all know Quincy's a lovely geezer and put a little ramp in for him. I've never seen it. Anyway, Quincy is fucking amazing. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) I liked my grandma. She was a lovely woman. She taught me all the good series as is to watch. Right. But we're talking bad series, Michael. We so are, and this is New Ironside. Right, so basically it was cancelled early, um, and it was shit. Um, absolutely <laughs> crap. 
So uh, apart from that, I'll give you some other shit to feed on, Aiden. Um, thank, thank you. So uh, it was basically a crime drama. Now we've spoken about Castle earlier in this very podcast, and we that have. had its niche, right? It was the famous rich author who brings a comedy element to it, and that comedy element mixed with the serious cop drama is what makes that work stand out and is unique. This doesn't have that. What they did for their unique thing was exactly the same crimes shot in exactly the same way but there's a man in a wheelchair um they did try and uh have that sort of um like ironside was the captain and then he took control over the other people around him like okay chase after him go there why hasn't this been done already blah 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 but it just doesn't work um they're focusing a lot more on the actual disability than the crime if that makes sense so like they do scenes like where he gets into a taxi i think it's a taxi or the back of a car at least and he kind of there's a scene where they specifically shoot him putting his legs in the car you know and like that and then hoisting himself over um to get in and it comes off really awkward um and well weird to be honest it breaks it up because they're trying to make him this macho guy that's in a wheelchair saying he can Uh kick everyone's ass and he can do anything but it takes that much effort now uh, before i i know what you guys are thinking wow he's taking this in a weird direction people are in wheelchairs mike you can't be slaying them there is a big difference between Raymond Burr and whoever plays this guy, uh, Blair Underwood, apparently. Um, <laughs> Raymond Burr was actually disabled. Right. This guy isn't. Okay. <laughs> so it's like you the whole time when you're watching it, you constantly think, if anything, they're just taking the piss almost, you know? It just mm. comes off that way. It comes off making like, oh, yeah, he's going through the, oh, God, this is so, oh, I'm going to have to try and get into this car now. <laughs> and it's like come on like it just comes off i know they're trying to do good i know they're trying to portray uh disabilities in the crime drama thing and i think they totally should it's awesome but they should do what they did with the original and at least get someone that's in a wheelchair to play the guy in the wheelchair yeah and it can kind of conjures up images that he had some awkward research yeah talking to people and I just want to practicing the new, yes. uh, various news out, uh, news outlets. They said the plot of the show revolved around a tough, sexy but acerbic police detective wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> after a shooting. Tough and sexy. That's hindsight <laughs> all over. <laughs> oh dear. So does does uh, does New Ironside also have his his arms and legs as you put it <laughs> as, as aforementioned yes he does and he does command them around there's one particular scene um, where uh, one of their friends is being taken hostage have you guys ever seen the film is it SWAT no it's not SWAT it's Speed right at the beginning of yes. Speed he shoots his friend to get the guy right yeah um, basically does that they, they, he says shoot him in the leg and then his one of his arms uh, says oh really you want me to shoot him and then he, he just goes around because because he's black Ironside in this one as well and he just goes did I stop <laughs> And it's just like, okay, you're not Samuel Jackson either, all right? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> I thought I, th- I thought you were telling me the origin story. Then he got his mate, he got his partner to shoot him. Like, oh right, do we... no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We've all had those mornings, you know. Just in the foot. <laughs> you've, have you literally never been on your way to work driving, and then you think oh, I might have a car accident? 
No. I mean, I've been driving to work. I nearly had a car accident. <laughs> sure. But uh, so I no, I, yeah, no, sure. I know what you mean. I did contemplate throwing down myself down the stairs the other week. Well, I would rather die in a car accident than watch Iron Inside 2013. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's going on the poster. <laughs> that's um, a quote for the I, DVD case. In the quotes, pocket knockers, 2020. I, I read that they, they went to they went to try and go for gritty and violent this time round. Is that right? Yeah. Is it? I mean, I mean that's that's just the 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 way of the reboot, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. You have to try and make it more more better. Uh, Everyone than the likes a bit it. of grit. But the thing is, like, if I if I want if Ironside was going to be remade, I mean, key in point, you definitely fucking need that at least an actual disabled person in the wheelchair, or else you're just taking the piss out of people in wheelchairs. It's not cool or funny. Then uh, you want the wheelchair. If I was going to do it, like it's got to have like rockets on the back and machine guns and like fucking. It's just, you're just yeah, James Bond, James Bond in it. All. Yeah, yeah. You can have a theme tune, but slightly different. Dum dig dum bon dum bam dum boom dig ba bam dum bam dum. Iron Bond. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you wanted to go that way with it, that's the way you could go with it. But oh <laughs> it would have been fucking better than this. It would have been better than this. It would have been better. Oh my god, oh. I, w- <laughs> I want to hear a bit more of that theme tune at some point. Just <laughs> I need a new ringtone, and I think that's what it should be. What do you mean you need a new ringtone? <laughs> Due to copyright licensing. <laughs> Okay, right, there so you go. It's maybe okay. Right, maybe a touch, a touch insensitive. They, they didn't. They, they weren't. Did. The problem is, well, it's not a problem, but they weren't directly insensitive. It's not like they no. they were taking the piss out of him. It's just as someone who knows he's not disabled, you think. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. Mm. So, there's yeah, plenty. There's slightly. plenty of people like, with a disability out there who would probably love an acting career. Why not go? Yeah. There? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Poor casting decision. Like, yeah, um, but the, something that affects the whole plot and feel of the entire series. I mean, it was cancelled early, right? So, you know, yeah, that, yeah. I think that that's that says a lot about how good it was anyway. Mm. Um, Indeed. You know, I mean, why did it fail? What what was the, I'm assuming, poor ratings or... Exactly, you know, yes, yes. I don't know if there was um, an exact nail in the coffin as such. Okay. Um, excuse me. Uh, let me let me just have a have a look into my memory here a second. Oh, no, that, that, that's sorry, that's my memory of the original series. I just need to try and remember something from this one. No, I can't remember. I don't think there's any uh, particular reason why it got cancelled. It was just fucking shit. Yeah, just, um, no, nobody watched it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, controversy. Uh, yeah. So exactly as we were just talking about, there was controversy over the role of him playing a paraplegic right. uh, Ironside. Um, oh right yeah Sons of Anarchy guy with one leg apparently auditioned for it <laughs> and he didn't get it they went for this guy oh, fuck off come who on. was that come on <laughs> who was the guy who was the Sons of Anarchy guy oh, I can't remember I just closed the bloody tab I mean uh, <laughs> the memory the memory <laughs> I just closed the memory <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to think who that was because I watched all of that and I can't remember a one leg I watched person. it all last year and I can't remember actually. Uh, hang on, reopen. Last closed memory. 
Um, reception, production, controversy. Sorry, just going through my mind here. I, I keep you're things gonna, in little fi- files, as it were. You're going to remember the actor's name, and I won't know. Yeah, anyway, oh, Kurt Um I'm going to do now, just search my memories of Kurt Yeager. Cross-reference. Uh, is, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is he a... He is a paraplegic. I do remember him from uh, Sons of Anarchy, though. He's also a BMXer, so he's very competent. He looks more competent than the non-paraplegic actor that played my <laughs> insight. Uh, yeah, I don't know who this is. What? Did I read it correctly? Himself an amputee compared to the act who... Uh, okay. Sons of Anarchy actor Kurt Yeager. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy actor Kurt Yeager. Okay. Um, Aussie Angel, a paralysed actress who appears in the Sundance Channel series. Sorry, I'm just going through memories now. Um, was <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't recognise him. I'm also looking at your memory. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so so so, to, so together. Uh, so basically, this this article is about um, uh, disabled people Greg saying the that they were offended. In Sons of Angity. Uh, uh, Angity. <laughs> Angity. <laughs> He played Greg the Peg Sons of in Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I, I don't know. No. I'm assuming the one, mu- one off. Yeah, it must have been just in one episode and he was like someone in the background who got shot. But yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> Larry Sapp, a disabled independent filmmaker, went as far as to boycott the show by starting a Facebook page called Don't Shoot Ironside. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right, there we go. That's basically my synopsis. They carried on the original sort of thing of um, there's an extremely clever, intelligent, uh, powerful man mentally in a wheelchair, and he has people around him that he can command perfectly to bring criminals down in an organized fashion. Isn't it amazing? He's lovely. Um, Except they didn't really do that. They tried to make him too powerful, and it was almost sarcastic in its approach, of course, as we mentioned, because of the lack of disability from the actual actor um it was actually shot quite nicely if you after this uh want to look at one of my memories of a uh, youtube video <laughs> i once watched uh you can see that it's actually shot quite nicely um yeah yeah but i mean apart from that it's just it's a non-starter <laughs> is it just um, a well, problem yeah, with source I mean. material again i'm guessing it's... yeah I, original ironside was fucking cracking you know, it was like action, but also because he was the brains, it was uh, that was where he came from. You know, he was very a very clever man. Because of that, he managed to command his appendages perfectly. Um, and then um, it was fine because he was actually disabled and it was very nice and shot very well, especially for the 60s. Um, and then you got this. So do you think it could have worked had the casting been more appropriate? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I reckon if the casting were more appropriate and they focused more on Ironside's mentality and his his wit and cleverness uh, of a situation rather than trying to make him do things like gunfights and stuff, which mm. that's what his guys are there for, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. No further questions, gentlemen. Oh. I think we're ready for a decision. Decision time. And I think it's going to go to Animated Trailer Park Boys. Yes. Sounding absolutely horrendous, flogging a dead horse. And I mean, picking a cancelled show, Mike, that feels like a cheat. 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was cancelled. It was obvious. It's obviously rubbish. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? His good show only went on for two seasons. <laughs> 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 no, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think um, like if if the only issue was the insensitive casting, whereas yeah, the the only issue was absolute decreditation to disabled people. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. You know what I mean. Everyone follow Aiden Halfrow. He's on Twitter. Yep. And Switch. <laughs> no, I fully understand. I fully you know what you know what I is saying in terms of it being. Um, a bad show. I've lost my fucking lighter, and that's really annoying the piss out of me. Oh, no. Um, Maybe if you so, just I think. get the friction up, you might be able to start a fire. <laughs> oh, don't. I've set, my, I've set fire to myself far too many times. So I when used to last, have... When was the last uh, time oh. you used a hob to light a rolly? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have... It was a trick when I was old enough to smoke in school. Um, and I... Um, <laughs> I had two shit Chinese lighters with a cricket in the middle and used to jack the lighters up on the outside just so that they wouldn't start leaking on themselves. Uh, so you could then, with three fingers, strike the middle one and go, oh, yeah, do you want to light, mate? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, here you go. And then just go <laughs> with the other two and it would just fucking shoot out their face. I had a guy, one of my, was one of my good friends who had really long hair, you know, like, oh, yeah, Rest I'm a rocker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you, you made a weapon, essentially. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like don't it. know what I just I'm admitted to there, but um, yes. Anyway, yeah, right. I think that was a well-deserved win, Edward. Well done. Uh, I think there's Thank far you. too many adult series, uh, and we don't what? need more, and flogging dead horses Ow. in a fashion like that needs to suck a dick. <laughs> uh, quiet. Very good. Nice. Shall, right. I, get, now shall I get Aiden's wheel out? Get Aiden's fucking wheel out. It's packed. <laughs> Bit like with, Ed's ass, really. With circular goodness. <laughs> oh, do you want to borrow a lighter? I found it. Oh, right, okay. I, I was sat on it. If I can't find it, I'm usually sitting on it. <laughs> Just so you don't lose your dick, then. And... <laughs> Or right, go on. Mike. Me first Mike. this time, I'm Will guessing, yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Ooh, detectorists, swarm. <laughs> Good sense. Are you going to stick with that one? <laughs> yeah, I've got no reason not to. Detectorists, it is. Okay. Nice. And now you. Me. Round three. Fight. Supernatural. Okay. Nice. You seem happy with that uh, choice. Mm. Never seen it. People keep saying, oh, you'd like I've that. Never... I'm like, no. Nah. No, I would never do that. Why'd I assume that you like that series for? Okay. Supernatural. So Michael and I are going to take five minutes to have a quick research session. Let's go exactly now. It's just gone nine shows. minutes past. Go for it. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, we have had our five minutes. Well, I've had my five minutes. Ed will carry on with another 20 minutes of research while I do my spiel. 
Aiden, please ask me questions about my favourite series, The Detectorists. The Detectorists? Well, why don't we do as we always do and you just give me a general overview of what it's all about? Okay. So... Um, the Detectorists is literally just that. It's a series about a couple of geezers who've got metal detectors and the antics they get up to. Um, it's written by Mackenzie Crook, who is also one of the guys you'll probably know from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the guy with the glass eye. Um, but yes, uh, Mackenzie Crook wrote, wrote this, directed it, and he's also one of the main guys as well, main characters, along with Toby Jones, who is also a famous gentleman. Now then... Um, each episode is what, Aiden? Each episode is what? <laughs> you, no, you, you sniggered. What ad? I was, I was just sniggering at the phrase famous gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it just tickled me. Okay. He's also a man. Toby Jones, who is also a human man. <laughs> All right, so each episode is about half an hour, and it's literally 29 minutes. Um, (laughs) There are three seasons currently. It's ongoing. Um, And uh, basically this whole, uh, it's it's a scripted comedy, but it's like um, they they very much play on the warmth. (laughs) That's terrifying, don't ever do that There's also a uh, good sense of... Community spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, had, uh, I, had, I had two words written on the cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, they fuck and Ed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should probably no one explain. listening is going to uh, understand this. No one listening I, is going to understand That's why I was just going to explain. <laughs> we recorded this it. already. This podcast has already been recorded. We've mixed it up a bit. Um, because last time when we did this, uh, a, uh, Edward already knew his series, which was The Detectorists. Uh, so we're re-recording it, and it just so happens that I've got the one that he already explained. I think it was a couple of weeks ago we recorded that, wasn't it? It was. Mm. Weeks ago. So, yes, I am somewhat familiar just from his explanation. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, after watching that as well, like the pre- little bit I did just watch there, it literally is just as Ed was describing it and as I am going to describe it now. It does have a nice, it, it's not like shouting comedy. They're not in your face, blah, blah, blah. It's just the the slight back and forth that they have between each other. That's what it's about. There's a train. Oh, look at the community going past on the train. Um, <laughs> bet the engine's probably quite warm. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yes, they, they go around, they find things, get accused of things, and meet lovely other characters on their journeys. Um, and in my favourite episode, actually, uh, they, they meet two characters that look like Simon and Garfunkel, uh, which uh, they have a lovely exchange of conversation with. Um, and uh, to, to reference, or to, to pop a quote in... <laughs> I don't know why, it was just his accent. Bear in mind, I've listened to his voice many times. Uh, good old to- to- Toby Jones's accent. <laughs> when he first meets Simon and Garfunkel, and he's got an old metal detector. <laughs> and <laughs> Toby Jones goes, Oh, you see one of those in years. <laughs> I don't know why, that one line flatlined me. It was good. Um, obviously, all of his other lines that I have seen since then are also fabulous. Um <laughs> 
It's set in Danbury, which is uh, a little village, if you like, almost. Uh, lots of uh, little pubs and quaint places and things like that. Uh, it, there's no sense of city going on here, guys. This is all about the community and warmth. Is Danbury a real place? Um, no. No. It's a fictional, fictional village. It is, yes, yes. It's made up, um, and that's because, of course, they probably shoot on location in different places. There's only so many fields that you can actually go metal detecting in, so they actually pop around the country, I should imagine, uh, in any fields that farmers will let them in, wanging their detectors around. They always get good weather, though. It's the warmth. It's wonderful weather. <laughs> Adds to the warmth. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you said they are accused of things. Yes. What, what, what sort of things? So we we got scandal. Uh, scandal. Um, so there's uh, the Simon and Garfunkel. It's like I've only seen bits of one episode. Um, <laughs> where they? <laughs> where they? <laughs> uh, Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> accuse um, them of uh, stealing uh, an ancient artifact. They know that they took it, and they're. They're playing dumb about the whole situation. Um, it culminates in um, Shania Twain taking it to Leonardo DiCaprio to get valued, um, and uh, it's good. It's uh, it's good. They win. They get. They get. They get. The they sale. are also famous people. No, they're not. They're like B list, you know. No, Shania Twain is. <laughs> Sorry, Shania. Man, Hi. I feel like a famous woman. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlewoman. A gentlewoman. Yes, yes. What else would you like to know, Aiden? Um, I would like to know also. Yes. Who is your favourite character in the Detectives? Well, I, I, you know what? Like, I, this is the first thing I've seen Mackenzie Crook do other than Glass Eyed Boy out of Pirates of the Caribbean, and I think you Andy never Stone, watched The Office then. then. No. Okay. Really. No, I haven't watched The Office. I was too busy watching James Bond and <laughs> Detectorists. And Castle. Yeah, and Castle. <laughs> Do you, you regret your choice so bad, don't you? You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and Iron yeah, Bond. I think because of that, it's it's good to see him actually... Uh, <laughs> Iron Bond. He's giving me some of the Iron Bond theme tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot Dog Taxi Iron Bond. It's good to see him do other things, play other characters, and he does do it very well. I also didn't know he could write write this well and direct at the same time. As well, all three of us are content creators. We do writing and directing to some extent. Um, and, um, yeah, it, it, you appreciate good art when you see it, sir. Never fucking watch this, mother. I thought, I thought that was the tinny that you discovered earlier then. Oh, no, it's a kind of monster punch. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Alright, so it's um Is it a comedy, did you say? Yeah, it is a comedy, but yeah, it's, it's as I said, it's not in in your face sort of thing. So it's, it's not like a sketch show or sorry, a fucking train's going by. It's not a sketch show or uh you know, like a properly like Mighty Bush where it's just constantly at it and just it's comedy, comedy, comedy. Nothing's taken seriously. They do still have, um, com uh, sorry, dramatic and well-written conversations, but more than likely that'll culminate in a punchline of some description. 
Um, and that is good because it just makes it, it just brings it all together, a bit like the community, and it makes it feel nice and warm. Um, the <laughs> it was um, shot in uh, sixty nine aspect ratio as well, and it was actually originally emitted at ten eighty interlaced, uh, which is uh, a good choice because I don't like P very much. I definitely like the interlacing. Fuck off! It's um, <laughs> just bollocks. What do you mean you don't like? What's the difference between I and P? And why do you not like I may have I? run out of things to talk about. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, these are all factors I look for in my TV shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I haven't got interlacing, fuck off. You can fuck your progressive scan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have just said Ironside 2013 was progressive scan and then Aiden would have picked me instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so tell me more about the plot. What's what's going apart from apart from detecting metal? What else is going on? So yes, <laughs> they detect metal and stuff. So apart from what you specifically just told me not to talk about, um, they. They, they're trying to basically... Obviously, metal detecting isn't the most popular thing in the world, even if the um, the point of this series. So they're constantly trying to drag people in. So they invite people to the DMDC, uh, which is the, um, the club that they're in, the Danbury Metal Detecting Club. Um, and uh, they're constantly inviting people and... Um, the thing is, they get up to other things as well, like such antics, um, like ex-wives and things come into it, um, and they uh, also have interactions with antique researchers. Which is who are the antique researchers? Sorry, who are the antique researchers? They they basically just know all about the artifacts, um, and they are think antiques roadshow. <laughs> Oh right, okay. Yeah, when you take your, you when you take your little watch that your nan had for fifty years and wore on her wrist and never took off, and you're like, "Fuck it, this is going to the antique researchers." <laughs> <laughs> and then you take it there, and they're like, "Oh, it survived World War Two and everything like that. It's amazing. It was actually originally commissioned by Henry Ford." And you're like, "Oh, that's brilliant. Flog it." Um, is they're those people? Um. But to be honest, more or, more or less, it does revolve just about the community and warmth. Yes, um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a really itchy so, ear, just dealing with that. Is it? Is there? So is there any? Um, is there any drama? It, obviously, we've got a lot of warmth and community, but <laughs> is there? Is there any any negative aspects to these characters' lives? Is you, there anything? They do have a dramatic warmth sometimes, um, okay. which does have an adverse effect on the community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ed. What's he doing? He's fucking writing a novel about it. Anyway, um, I'm just making notes on the back of a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> just writing on the back. <laughs> fucking receipt of that. <laughs> Um, Excellent. Decorated gold handle stick legs. They are hunting for a specific jewel. Oh. Are they now? Probably. Um, 
the technical. Okay, so as it turns out, they probably are in Danbury specifically because that's where this thing is. Which, I mean, is such a. You know, don't even need to think about that. I didn't when I first watched it. Uh, you just don't need to Sorry, think about that. Sorry, I didn't, hear, sort of I didn't hear that. They're in, they're, they're in Danbury because what? It's a nice place, isn't it? They've got a nice pub. Um, it's also an inn, so they could have some drinks and not need to drive home. Oh, that's good. Okay. Which I don't know if you guys know the fictional village of Danbury. Um, but, I mean, that's something I look for in a village is an inn. And a specific jewel you mentioned. Yeah. No jewel, no in. Fuck off. Stop it. You, we know you've seen it. This is why you fucked up the first recording, all right? Don't chime in now just because you know more about this than I do, even though I've watched it a lot. And try and fuck me up. I enjoyed the last okay. week. We've already recording again, 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 all right? recording because you're a sore loser. So. A sore loser? <laughs> Good in. Hey, not only wants you to win to because show. he's worried that we'll have to record it for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just annoyed that we're not going to get a chance to do the uh, the new bonus round. Never mind. Oh, Either we way, just maybe we'll just do it, just just play it for fun if you want. I have an object in front of me ready to go and everything. Oh, we'll do, do it for fun. I've got one in front of me as well. Uh, <laughs> So there's a, there's a good in possibility of precious jewel. Um. <laughs> there uh, is an episode as well where they uh, they they um, they camp in a field and there's a magpie. <laughs> Lol, it steals stuff. Good Has stuff. Someone got magpie. an ice cream van nearby. Yeah, that was me. Uh, why is it your ice cream van no no i don't own an ice cream van i've got a hot dog just, taxi thank you no, very much. i don't think you, i don't didn't think you i don't think you owned it i thought it's like your personal ice cream like you've called him up oh right yeah yeah yeah. Like be yeah. a man for half 12 you, you don't get this belly for doing nothing <laughs> you need to get yourself an ice cream van due to copyright though they're mr quippies on they just out. have quips written on them well, there's a new bloody market, isn't there? <laughs> um, okay, it turns out, yeah. Uh, Someone and Garfunkel turn out to be characters that are portrayed again as well, like a lot. Good. Yeah, they're in there as well. They're, they're, yeah, okay, so some, there's not one episode on Simon and Garfunkel. They're in it a lot. Um, looks to be like almost every fucking episode. Okay, so who are they again? Who was who's Simon and Garfunkel? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel are literally just a duo that looks somewhat like Simon and Garfunkel, and thus they dubbed them Simon and Garfunkel. Um, but unfortunately, are they members of the club? No, no, I don't think they're rivals. I think they, yeah, they're probably rivals. I would be a rival, um, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Robinson. Okay. <laughs> Mike would be a rival. <laughs> 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 I'd be a rival. Fuck Weird Danbury. flex bar, aren't it? Um, I'm adding it to the notes. Yeah, it was actually uh, mainly filmed in Suffolk. Um, as aforementioned, many fields, right? Uh, rich with metal. Mm, rich in metal. Um, there is a Christmas special as well, um, which is lovely. It's one of my favourite Christmas specials of any series, actually. Um, 
because uh, they uh, managed to get a late Saxon gold and jeweled Estel. Um, Astel. Ast- Astel. <laughs> um, and that, that's fun. <laughs> that is fun. If you're a metal detectorist, I'm sure it's incredibly fun. Yeah, is that a real job, Aiden? What, being a metal detectorist? Yeah. Well, did they, uh, they make the I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a profession. I think it's more of a hobby, isn't it? A hobby, but in, obviously you're an archaeologist, so... Obviously. Obviously. It's the beard. <laughs> it's the dead giveaway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, do you, there must, do you not have metal detect ever? Um, we do, very occasionally. Um, it's not It's not something... Generally, the kind of... I mean, we you know, it's a bit of an issue, or can be a bit of an issue, detectorists right. coming onto sites... Um, and do what's known as night hawking, which is essentially the theft of artifacts. Okay. Um, so, I mean, there, there are plenty of good metal detectorists out there that do things by the book and report the finds, um, but they, there is a, a a shady element. It's high drama. Yeah. Um, night hawking. Yeah, essentially, night hawking, that's what they well, call they it. Well, they chose yeah, that fucking name, didn't they? <laughs> you would have chosen, <laughs> the detectorists would have chosen that one. We're fucking Shy night hawking. <laughs> Shy hawking. Yeah, they'll, it, it, it does occur. I've worked on sites where it's happened. You'll come in in the morning and there'll be random holes dug all over the place. Ah. Um, somebody's been on in the night trying to find... Wow, there Trying you to strike gold, you know. I mean, like I said, there's, there's a lot of people. Most, I'd say, you know, it's one of them. Most people, most detectorists are good they do it for the love of the history for finding interesting things but there is always that element that are just in it for treasure basically Aww. trying to get rich and you know you know we've, we've all heard stories of big coin hoards being found and things like that yeah yeah um which usually aren't portray- you know they, they quite often just sensationalize it and basically say present it like buy a metal detector and you're gonna get rich yeah yeah uh, which doesn't really help the the issue but, um, no, no. I have I've worked. We do a little bit of it, but it's not something we we do often. And I have worked with detectorists on site where they've had permission to be there. And, and so, what's your views of the intro of Jurassic Park when they shoot that ultrasound thing into the ground? Because that would pick up <laughs> bone, right? Um, do you use anything like that? Is there such a thing? Uh, there is. Um, yeah, there are various um, survey techniques. There's such a thing as ground penetrating radar. Um, there's also resistivity and magnetometry surveys which will um, essentially do the, th- the same thing resistivity survey you get two probes and it shoots stick them in the ground it shoots a current between them and nice. um, whether you've got high or low resistance will basically form a picture of what may or may not be uh, underground whether mm. it's essentially the current can't pass through walls so they'll, they'll show us areas of high resistance um, whereas something like a cut ditch that's been infilled will um carry the corner very well okay very low resistance and basically you plot it you can plot it you know obviously computer programs and do it do it automatically for you now okay but um in the old days in the old days um, you can basically just plot your numbers as a uh plot the resistances as numbers and basically do a paint by numbers and come out with a plot okay so rather like um, minesweeper Similar, yeah, similar yeah. sort of thing to that. Okay, well, that concludes my part. Thank you, Ed. Uh, Ed. I, I stopped listening to all of that after uh, after penetrative. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's because which, you're too um, busy researching. Which is as exciting as archaeology gets. By the way, I am filming for a TV show currently. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Bone Kickers? 
It was not what I wish. They're bringing bone kickers back and it's me. Um, no, uh, Digging for Britain. Uh, for Britain. Site, the site I'm currently working on is being filmed for. Oh, when's the, that coming uh, the, out? The, the exclusive. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you've heard it here first. What channel? I don't know. I've never seen an episode of it in my life. <laughs> what is it called? I don't called? watch archaeology programs. I do things I'm interested in. What is it called? Sorry, Dig Britain. Digging for digging Britain. Digging for Britain. For Britain. Is and I haven't watched terrestrial live TV in Ooh, forever. Alice Roberts, you've met her. No, oh. no, they, they they'll send a production company at some a team at some point. Oh right, the fir- okay. Oh, the first sorry. instance we're filming, they do a lot. It's like they, they like to present it as like very sort of DIY. She's fancy. So, uh, it's BBC and BBC Two. There you go. Right. I will say no to meeting Alice Roberts though. Yeah, she looks yeah classic. Lovely. Right. Anyway, um, TV shows. <laughs> Ed, do you want to tell me a little bit about Supernatural? Supernatural, please? my favourite TV series. And Mike will be very happy to know that unlike his favourite series, TV series, Detectorist, which had, what, three series? Um, this one had 15 seasons so far. Um which is really nice to, um, I mean, like if you didn't know this program and you had to research it, I would feel so sorry for you to have to try and figure out 15 seasons worth of a TV show. But luckily, I know it through and through um, because the I absolutely love Sam and Dean Winchester, the main characters of the show. They're brilliant. It's like... Dean Winchester, he's got so many quips. He's He's got some funny moments in it. Then you've got Sam Winchester, who can also have quip a bit, but he's such a badass, I tell you. What brilliant stuff. Yeah, so they're always there fighting demons and monsters and ghosts and all sorts. And they're, they're driving around in their 1967 Chevrolet Impaler. Or Impala, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I don't know about I don't know about cars because I'm too busy watching Supernatural. Uh, so yeah, um, most most episodes are all centered around different ghouls or goblins based around like folklore or myths. Um, my eyes naturally face downwards, by the way, and. Um, like a they, dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're 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 there and uh, they're, they're 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 driving around trying to find all these monsters. They're, they're basically monster hunters. Um, and as I said, it's it's so popular. It's gone on for fifteen seasons. I mean, what else do you need to know? Just watch it. So the uh, the Winchester brothers. Yeah. Are they? Um, who are they played by? Who's? What, who, tell me a bit about the cast. Oh right, so you got Jensen Ackles and um, Jared Padalecki. You know, yeah, that guy. Um, he's uh, they, they, they're both um, they're both in it. Um, you've got um, I tell you what, your man um, who I think is brilliant. Uh, he, he, he started in season five, um, and anyone who's watched Firefly might know him as well. But um, Crowley, um, who plays a, a bit of a demon, um, 
And he he was became a recurring character, but became so popular, he became a main character in later seasons. And they played by Mark A. Shepard. Um, you've got a few other people that you, you probably wouldn't know, like um, Katie Cassidy or Genevieve Cortez. And they're not they're not like your, your big film stars or such, but um, they've, they've they've had gained a lot of popularity just through Supernatural the TV series itself. Um, it's it's gained quite a following. Quite the following, indeed. Mm. Fifteen series. So, are we? Um, um, is there a, an overriding storyline to it, or is it literally just a different monster um, each well, week? Well, yeah, the, the, these guys they they go around and they 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 like hunting monsters and shit, um, and. Um, <laughs> And the penguin, um, five stars. <laughs> yeah, five stars. Ten out of ten would supernatural again. Um, yeah, so you, they, they, they they start to have a bit, you know, the odd story arc here and there where, um, uh, as I've said, you've got um, the the, the, the um, Crowley guy, I think, I can't remember what he called himself at the beginning of it, King of Hell or something like that. I can't quite remember. But um, he starts working with them on the sly. Um, but he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to get found out about the, the, the fact that he's he's helping them out and things like that um, because of another big bad guy coming along and such. So he's, he's almost like he's, he's giving them tip-offs as such. Um Oh, the, the music for it as well. Um, the, the the main theme for it is oh. um, "Carry On My Wayward Son," which um, is nice. quite quite a hit. You know, you know that song, don't you? Quite the hit indeed. What? Good, <laughs> good. Right there we go. Um, so yeah, it's <laughs> quite told, more about. Aiden told me about uh, Querty just before we started, <laughs> and now I'm just browsing through all the designs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ah. Spending money. See if there are any supernatural T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, they've, 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 so the music, had, so the music is good. Yeah, got, yeah, they, I, I quite yeah, like the, the music. I mean, um, Christopher Lennertz and um, Jay Gruska, they did a fantastic job with the, with composing the music and uh, helping bring the show to life. Oh, is it uh, interlaced or progressive? <laughs> it's, it's interlaced, which I find <laughs> inferior. <laughs> I find him fiery. Have you ever watched a football match on the interlaced? Fuck's sake, what a mess. What a shambles. So it's about, it's about brothers that fight monsters, so based on a true story. Um, what is your favourite monster? Oh, um, well, would you class Crowley as a monster? Because I would, because he's from hell. Therefore, and, yeah, and he's, probably he's definitely... Probably ticks the box definitely a good one um yeah from hell equals monster yeah would you not say that yeah i'm yeah in, in full agreement i'm just taking notes yeah yeah okay. um, um of course then they've got the, the weapons as well like the cult that they're always using which um it's, it's what's, like it's what's from, the cult it's from the 1830s it's 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 a revolver and it was made originally made by Samuel Colt. The, the, you know, it, it's, it's like an original. But um, it, but he was also a paranormal hunter himself. Um, and and if you use one of the thirteen original bullets, um, it will. Um, it, the, all the creatures are normally immune to bullets. They they would die anyway. 
which magic is nice. Bullets. You got, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you got magic bullets, magic knives, and all this other brilliant shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your, your passion and enthusiasm for oh, your favourite choice really coming so, across so much to go, It's so much to go through because <laughs> fifteen seasons. <laughs> 15. So it's quite, seasons. so there's a lot of action then, I'm guessing. We've got monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got action. Weapons. Got humor. And... Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, they, they could be quite badass at times. Drain. Mm. Don't fuck around with metal detectors, <laughs> that's for sure. So what uh, what are the levels of warmth and community that we, we've got in Supernatural? Um, You've got things like, I don't know, they're, they're, they're dad. Um, who, who appears every now and then until he dies at the end of the second season. Um, there, there was some woman in it for a bit, and then she left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, uh, the um, yeah, but uh, they, they've had so many characters coming in and out of it, and you know they, they still have characters like popping in and out now and then. Um, I mean, where, where 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 would I start? It's just season one, episode one. Oh, season Go. one, episode one. Oh wow. Well, you know, that's always a it's always a good start um, um, because it's brilliant, and I've watched it so many times um, that um, the um, list of episodes. Uh, the <laughs> so their dad's in it. I know. I know. They remember the fo- very well that their dad, their dad's in it. And um, who's the, who's the dad? Who plays the dad? Uh, Anyone oh, we know? Um, the the yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I mean, everyone knows oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You know, he played Thingy from Walking Dead. So, I am Negan. Yeah, Negan from Walking Dead, and he was in Watchmen as well. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant guy. Oh, yeah. But, um, he yeah he he was their dad in it. Um, so it, it starts off with that in, in, in 1983 you've um, Mary Winchester um, I think it's their, their mum uh, no I know it's their mum um, she investigates this this sound coming from one of the kids uh, one of the kids rooms and she just sees someone standing over it and conf- confronts them uh, but then um, the, then all you hear is a screaming and, and uh, then you've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character waking up going oh fuck me what's that and he pops out of bed. He, he he nips into the room, and then she's stuck to the fucking ceiling. And he's like, "Well, that's not right. Something's something's oh, amiss so, here. Something's up here." Yeah, and <laughs> then then he realises, "Oh, she's not well because um, she's got a slash across her stomach, and, and then she's on fire." Shit! <laughs> Hate it when that happens. He's like, "What the fuck?" So. Um, yeah, so then he's he's got to um, he's he's then he's got to get the kids out, so he, he fucks them off, and then the next minute the whole house is on fire. So yeah, that's how it starts off, and then um, that's why they get all into the uh, the paranormal and shit um, later years later in uh, two thousand and five. So um, you've got you've got Sam um, and his girlfriend Jessica, and they're um, they're, they're they're celebrating some fucking score that he got from someplace and um other 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 shit happens and then the next minute they they you find out that they they're starting looking for paranormal stuff that's pretty much the origin of it that's why so what first drew you to the show 
What first made you want to watch it? Because someone said, oh, look, um, because of um, the, the popularity of Doctor Who over in the UK, um, uh, they're, they're trying some, some of their own shit over in America now. Uh, they're trying to go a different way, and it's like a supernatural TV series. So I thought, it's going to be crap, in it? So I thought, I'll give it a go. And I, I was hooked by it. The next minute, like, it was much better than Doctor Who could ever be. Wow. You're going all out on this one. <laughs> Somebody wants a point. <laughs> Your face on the pros just for a split second then with the best expression. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Uh, it was something akin to that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, so I'm, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm getting a huge huge sense of your enthusiasm for, for Supernatural. Yeah, absolutely Better love than it. Yeah, because at the end of the episode, then they've got to go looking for, for their dad again. And I don't think they see him until halfway through the series for a bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. Watch it. Lovely. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's 15 series, you say? 15 seasons. So is it serious? Is it a very serious program? No, it takes itself lightly. It's it's one of those. It can be dramatic when it needs to be, but um, yeah, the, the 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 characters are, are very much in, you know they 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 keep the humour going. Um, it's great. Um, all all three hundred and twenty seven episodes are brilliant. <laughs> Fucking and once again, if if I if I didn't know this and I had to research it, I'd fucking I'd I'd give it up just by when I read three hundred and twenty seven episodes. To be honest, <laughs> lucky I love this show. <laughs> Imagine recording that many of anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, any any final final points sell 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 it to me i think a, you know, um detectorist is just warm war detectorist is just warm okay community spirit warm community spirit and supernatural better than doctor who are we, are we sticking with that Ed? yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it's so looks like you're doing a poo poo <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I think I think I've heard enough, gentlemen. Oh. I think it's I think it's time for a, a decision. I do like this bit, and I think we're going to have to go with the warmth and community <laughs> of Detectorists. Yes. <laughs> right, we're going to be re-recording this next week, <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify. Uh, last time we recorded this, Ed fucking wiped me out and got every single round. <laughs> oh, yes. it's, it's that, a- I mean, that in no way influenced the, the decision making this time. It was all down to your work selling the programs. So. Thank you. And um, yeah, God, blimey, I mean, I've got to say, uh, the, issue, the issue with the previous recording, as aforementioned, was that Ed had seen the detectorists, um, mm. and thus it was a bit <laughs> of a weird and hollow victory at the end there. Um, <laughs> but it's so much better and more fun when we're both in the same situation yeah, at the end, right? right? When we're both just right. like, I just, I just wanted to just wind like, you the fuck up, mm, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But when we're both just like, oh, I'm just going to look on my memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
I just um. I'm so okay. Good. I thought, I, thought, just I, I, I thought I accidentally stopped the recording. It has recently finished. Yeah, I'm not. I've yeah. not actually seen it all myself. I think it just, just says the red, red, red I think I'm about three or four series. Supernatural. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Right. It was a couple of months. Well, a month ago. There you go. Well, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is great. I'm the fucking winner of the series podcast. Pocket and you'll Lockers. never hear the end of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, Aidan, for joining us on this month's thank podcast. Thank you very much for having me. You're it's more than welcome. An absolute pleasure. Yes. And um, you can follow Aidan Halftroll on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, anything else, Aidan? No, just those two things. Those two that's, lovely platforms. Two, he does games. Things, my... yeah, I, I recommend, uh, obviously, you know, the streams stream. are honestly some of my favorite. And I would go so far as to say that you were probably the first stream where I actually watched stream and enjoyed tuning into. And I much. just kind of was forced to. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's really good. And also Twitter, he does the most gorgeous little funny little videos every day on Twitter, oh, uh, just like a bit of a, a vlog sort of update scenario thing. But no, they're really cool. I highly recommend it. Ed, that's, you can follow Ed on Ed the Penguin. He is also on Twitch and Twitter. And oh, I am. Uh, you are, yes, yes. And he does gaming and also watching old shit. I do like it when you watch old shit, Ed. Oh, I love watching anything with Nicholas Lindhurst. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's <laughs> anything, anything with Nicholas? Anything Lindhurst. with Nicholas? Uh, Nicholas actually, Lindhurst. don't bother trying to talk, Aiden, because Ed will just talk over you fucking every single time. Oh, anyway, fuck off, Michael. Who can also <laughs> be found on Twitter uh, and Twitch as Retro Sesh, one half of. Yes, and of course YouTube and Facebook. Go oh, fuck that. And no, MySpace. YouTube videos. Uh, literally, I made MySpace become Bebo, Retro Sesh. Tinder. And uh, oh, did you really make a MySpace account for Retro Sesh? Yeah, I did. Oh fuck! <laughs> well, it's Retro Sesh. You gotta have it. What is MySpace the thing again? Yeah, it wow, never wow. wasn't. It's still there. <laughs> really, it's, it's true. Really it's true. Never okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, guys. Uh, let's finish there. We will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. I keep looking at the wrong camera. Um, and, uh, well, next time, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure we it'll be see. fabulous. I don't even know what the subject is. But Ooh. thank you for listening. You can find us, of course, on wherever you get your podcasts and also Twitch. No, that was a lie. On Twitter is what I meant to say. On Facebook and on YouTube, guys. You can watch the video if you are listening. This will be on YouTube as well. There's a train! You can find all our previous episodes and platforms we are on at pocketknockers.co.uk. Oh, yeah, we've got a proper website and everything. Shit. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao for now, guys. I'm waving. Bye. I'm waving. We're all waving. Well, Ed's not We're waving, waving. But Aiden and I are. Oh, there he is. He's waving. And he's waving literally at one point. No, I'd say 0.5 frames a second. <laughs> for us, at least. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>